What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Hello, my friends. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great day, a wonderful week. We are quickly wrapping up the year, which is just simply so hard for me to wrap my head around. 2022 doesn't sound real. I remember when 2018 didn't sound real. Like, I remember thinking that was so far away and that didn't even sound like a real year. And now it's going to be 2022. Who, what, when, where, how, who allowed this to happen? The passage of time is simply a concept that I can't wrap my brain around. I'll think more about that as I dissociate in the shower later today. Anyways, I am drinking a delicious little beverage that I put together today. No sparkling water here. We are currently out. I need to get to Trader Joe's ASAP to pick up my fave sparkling drinks. But I mixed water with fresh lemon with this mixed berry tea that I have. A little sweet little tart iced tea moment. It's delicious. A fun, sweet beverage truly gives me the will to get through my day. I have to have something fun to drink. And today, this is my drink of choice. Enough about my beverages, though. That is not why we are here today. Today, we're talking about feeling good in your own skin. We're talking about building self-confidence, self-trust, and self-love. Because let's be real, we're all out here trying to live our best life. And I think your best life should include feeling good about yourself. And to put it most simply, when I think about all of the things that go into living your best life, being your best self, I truly think the best version of yourself is the one where you feel happiest. And I think all the things we're going to talk about today, building confidence and love and trust with yourself, it's all connected to feeling a sense of contentment. So I want you to think about the things that make you feel most alive, the things that bring you the most joy. And it doesn't always have to be the most extraordinary things. The best kind of happiness, I think, is found in the ordinary things, the little moments of joy that you can find in your day-to-day. And this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I've been thinking more about the things I liked doing as a child. Like, before I was bogged down by the world and by expectations, What things did I enjoy doing as a kid? No goals, no greater purpose, literally just out of pure, genuine enjoyment. Like, I made funny skits with my best friend. I would sing, I loved to dance, I loved to write. I drew things, and I colored, and I made jewelry, and popsicle stick houses, and I played on paint and PowerPoint. And thinking about all of those things, like, I was so creative as a kid. Children are so creative. They have such great imaginations, and I just think it's really sad that a lot of us end up losing that as we get older. So lately, I've been really trying to do more creative stuff in my free time with no goal in mind, like literally just to do it and to connect more to my child self, because I think that's a really great way to find those little pockets of joy in your day-to-day, because Being an adult in the real world can be pretty mundane and repetitive and boring. So reverting back to those innocent, joyful hobbies that you once had as a kid really helps to bring that little sparkle back to life. And it creates this 
beautiful energy that, like I said, I think so many adults end up losing just by getting weighed down in life. And the reason I bring that up is because I truly believe you draw in what you put out. I feel like I have witnessed this firsthand in my own life. If you're miserable, you are going to draw in more misery. Misery loves company, right? But the same thing goes the other way. Positivity brings in more positivity. And that's not to say that you can't have the quote-unquote negative emotions or have bad days. We're all human. That's totally normal. But really pay attention to the energy that you give out. It is directly related to the energy that you are going to bring back in. So something as little as picking up a hobby that you used to love doing when you were a kid can draw in positive, happy vibes. They're going to help you bring more of that into your own life. I think on that same note, it can get really easy to ignore your needs. Life gets busy. You have other things to worry about, other things to take care of but you have to make time for your own needs and also learn what your body likes and feels best, how much sleep your body needs to feel best, what foods make you feel energized. And that's just another way that you're going to be able to help yourself feel good and bring more good into your life. So I challenge you this week to do one thing that just makes you feel good, whether it is, you know, some little mindless hobby that you really like doing or whether it's taking care of yourself in some way that you might have been ignoring. Do one thing this week that makes you feel good. And the reason I feel like this is all related is because feeling good and feeling content, I think sort of falls in the same category of the happy emotions that are associated with feeling confident. Feeling content in yourself and in your life is really similar to feeling confident about yourself and about your life. And I think sometimes confidence is really correlated with success, but confidence is also just getting to know yourself better, learning about yourself, being sure of yourself, sticking up for yourself, rooting for yourself, and it's loving yourself enough to know that you deserve everything you want in life. And I also think confidence is being open to learning and taking responsibility for yourself. Like, all of this is confidence. Confidence is not just thinking you're the best. And it's not just something that you earn after you're successful at something. So I want to talk a little bit about how we're our own worst critics and how we often go straight to negatives about ourselves or about our work or about our life. And I think that's really related to validation from other people as well. So let me let me tell you my thought process on this one. I have historically been very, very hard on myself I have also historically relied on a ton of external validation in order to feel good. And I think the reason I used to pick myself apart so badly was almost to protect myself from hearing that from someone else. I relied so heavily on validation of others. I was so afraid to hear anything negative about me from anyone else that I would automatically come up with all of those things that were negative. So I knew it first, I heard it first. So if anybody else thought that, it wouldn't hurt as bad. It's kind of a form of self-sabotage. And I think it's a common thing that a lot of us do to try to protect ourselves. And we try to anticipate these feelings before they happen, but they might not even happen. So I think the need for external validation and having really harsh negative thoughts about yourself are like the shaking hand emoji. When you can start to rely less on external validation, 
I almost feel as though a lot of those negative thoughts start to clear up on their own because you start to realize that it does not matter what anybody else thinks. So you don't need to come up with a bunch of negative stuff that you think people are going to say about you. And for me, I think one of the ways that I was able to sort of rely less on all of that external validation is really, really focusing on the good qualities that I have, the qualities that I love about myself, being my own hype woman. Because again, just like how the energy you put out is the energy that you get back, the kind of thoughts that you have are the thoughts that are going to keep popping up most often. If all you ever do is think badly about yourself, then you can expect to get a whole load of more negative thoughts about yourself. But when you sort of start to train your brain to see the positive in things and show yourself grace and be kind to yourself, then your brain almost redirects its old patterns and starts doing that on its own. Which at that point, you don't need the external validation from everyone else. Validation from other people can feel really great. It's nice to have someone say something nice about you. We all love a good compliment. But when you can only ever feel good about yourself if someone else is validating you, it can get really hard to feel confident in yourself. Your confidence ends up solely relying on other people. And I think the older I get, the easier it gets, but I definitely still have to remind myself that it does not matter what anybody else thinks of you. And if you have to, write down how awesome you are. Like, physically write down your qualities, things that you really love about yourself, things that you're proud of yourself for, and help redirect your thoughts to those. And just remember that if you're happy and you're not hurting anyone, then do whatever you want. Dress however you want, eat whatever you want, go after whatever job you want, do whatever hobbies make you happy. Because at the end of the day, your happiness is going to be found within yourself. It's not going to be brought by any external person or event or material item. You have to find it within yourself. If you do have a lot of negative people in your life, if you have people that doubt you or you face a lot of criticism and not helpful, constructive criticism, like just mean, nasty people, please remember that people's opinions are never about you. I know everybody says that, but like really internalize that for a second. People are mean to other people because of something else inside of them. And I didn't fully realize this or even believe it until I started recognizing it in myself. I remember initially reading about this concept in the You Are a Badass book. And it was basically saying how anytime you get annoyed with somebody or you find yourself judging somebody... It is a reflection of something you don't like about yourself. And the first time I read that, I was like, that's dumb. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. Like, I don't think I'm projecting anything. <laughs> and then I chipped away at my ego a little bit and I started seeing that. Holding yourself accountable is hard and not comfortable, but whenever I found myself feeling some type of way about someone, I started to think about why I felt that way and it is always a projection of something within me. It's a belief that I have or a fear or an insecurity that I have. And it's hard to admit, but being aware of that within yourself, it not only helps you call out your own BS and be a little kinder to other people, but then you start to not take other people's harshness or opinions so personally, because you know it's just something they're dealing with or a belief that they have 
that they're projecting onto you. But people can be mean and judgmental and people can doubt you and bring you down, but you are always enough. And every day you remind yourself that is like adding another little piece of armor of confidence to your shield. (laughs) This is such a dumb analogy. You get what I'm saying though. The more you remind yourself of this stuff, the more confident you can be in yourself and then eventually it literally does not matter what anybody else thinks because you know you're enough. So who is anybody else to tell you that you're not? And I think a really important part of feeling like you were enough is spending time with yourself. That sounds weird because you're with yourself 24-7, but think of it, like in a day, how much time are you actually spending alone with yourself giving yourself undivided attention to like take care of yourself or sort through your thoughts. We get so busy. It's very easy to put our relationship with ourself on the back burner. But I think spending more time with yourself is a great way to, first of all, get to know yourself more and uncover things about yourself. But then as you do that, it it builds that love with yourself. And then you really believe that you're worthy. So I think a great simple way to spend some more time with yourself is either a morning routine or an evening routine. Have some alone time and really connect with yourself. And I know I say this all the time, but your relationship with yourself truly needs just as much attention and love as you give the other relationships in your life. And I think sometimes being alone with our own thoughts is scary and overwhelming. That's how you learn about yourself and connect with yourself. And I think all of that packages up into confidence and love and happiness with yourself and with your life. And it also helps you learn to trust yourself. How can you trust someone that you don't really fully know? And again, I know that sounds weird, like why would I not know myself? But I think it's very easy in this day and age to get disconnected with who we are. But having trust with yourself is like probably one of the most important things in your relationship with yourself. And one of the best ways to build that trust with yourself is sticking to what you say you'll do. I've always struggled with this one, but it's the biggest way that I've noticed my mood and my self-confidence improve is when I actually show up for myself and when I do it consistently. And like I said, I think it's really easy to put our own needs on the back burner. And so something that I've been doing a lot lately to really emphasize how important my relationship with myself is is I imagine myself either as a friend or more recently, thanks to TikTok, I've been imagining my younger self. It's pretty easy for me, Abby, right now to ignore some of the things that I know I need, but it's very hard to ignore my younger self. Like it makes me choke up a little bit thinking about it, which is how I know that it works. I have to show up for her. I need to take care of her. Even if I don't feel like my present self deserves it, I owe it to my child self to take care of her. But I just feel like separating yourself from the present moment in whatever way, whether you want to imagine your younger self or you want to imagine yourself as a friend, because again, I would never treat a friend poorly, but it could be very easy to treat myself poorly. So I think sometimes just stepping outside of yourself can help you stick to your word because it's it's not easy and motivation doesn't last forever, but you have to have something that keeps you going that makes you show up for yourself and stick to your promises because nothing destroys your self-trust like saying you're going to do something and then not following through. You are literally training your brain to expect, to anticipate, 
being let down by yourself. And that sucks. That is not a good foundation for a healthy relationship. If you imagine something like that happening in a romantic relationship, why would you want to date somebody that feeds you all of these empty promises? You wouldn't. So don't do that to yourself. And a great little exercise to maybe start practicing this is if there's something that you've been wanting to start, start it now. Because it's like the middle of December. Most of us probably will wait until the new year to have reset, refreshed mindset, and that's when you'll finally start the thing you're doing. Or we even do that with like new months or I'll start on Monday. Don't. Start now. Do that thing that you've been telling yourself you're going to do and start forming that habit now and start building that trust now and you can go into the new year with some great momentum. I think the last thing I wanted to touch on before I dive into some advice from you guys and some questions that you guys asked is I saw this quote that said, don't change the part of you that makes you cringe, change the part of you that cringes. I think it's really, really easy to become jaded by life and to sort of let this hard shell form around you. But something that I'm really committed to, like I sort of mentioned at the beginning with thinking back to my childhood hobbies, I'm committed to never letting my childlike spirit fade. I really hope to look back on my life someday when I'm older and just be so happy that I've remained the same silly, creative, weird person that I've always been and I never want to lose that no matter how hard and sad and crazy life gets because it's super easy to tuck away those parts of you that the world says is stupid or weird or not worthy but those are the exact parts of you that you need to make sure continue to shine through throughout your whole life. Alrighty, so I asked you guys on Instagram if you had any questions, advice you needed on this topic, or advice that you wanted to give on this topic. So let's start with some of the advice that you guys gave. First one is, do the thing that scares you the most. Watch yourself survive it and thrive. I currently have something that I have been thinking about for a while that I want to do that I am terrified of doing, and I think that just shows that I need to do it. Like, if you have something that you are excited about but so scared to do because you're afraid you'll fail or you'll mess up, you gotta do it. And I'm giving myself a little pep talk here because one of two things will happen. You might mess up and fail, but you tried and you're gonna learn something from it. Or you might freaking kill it. You might rock it and succeed beyond anything that you ever thought possible. Either way, you're learning something about yourself. And I always have to remind myself that the only definite way to get a no is to not try at all. So I love that piece of advice. Do the thing that scares you most. The next one is about building that trust within yourself. And I think this is a great piece of advice. Start by keeping it small and simple. Make simple, small promises to yourself. And then you're going to begin to trust yourself and can move on to doing even bigger things. There's a book called The Compound Effect which essentially says small things, small habits, small changes done consistently over time create big results. You don't have to go balls to the wall on something just starting out of the gate. I think with anything new that you're starting in life, start small. Get yourself acclimated to the new feelings that are associated with whatever new thing you're trying to do. Make sure it's something that's maintainable and sustainable. 
And then you're showing to yourself, proving to yourself, giving your brain evidence that you can do this. And then you build that trust and you can start to do more and more and bigger and bigger things. This last piece of advice that I picked out, I think is helpful for people that might not be surrounded by the best groups of people. Maybe your family aren't supportive or you haven't really found your people within your friend group. If you're facing negativity and doubt, this one's for you. When someone tells you you can't do something, use it as motivation to go out and do it. Hashtag haters are my motivators, am I right? I really think this is a good piece of advice. Like I said, if you are facing a lot of negativity, this is a great way that you can spin it to work in your favor. Use that as fuel for your fire to go out and do whatever people are telling you that you can't do. You don't need anybody else to believe in you. If you believe in you, then you got this. There were two questions that I wanted to include in this episode. First one is, how do you overcome setbacks on the path to becoming a better version of yourself? I've actually gotten really frustrated this year with a lot of little things that seem to keep getting thrown in my way. And being flexible and adaptable is always something that I'm trying to improve on. So I think accepting that things may get messed up or thrown in your way and being able to adapt to changes and surprises is one of the most important skills in life because life is crazy and there are going to be things many times where things don't go to plan. So I think accepting that that's bound to happen and being flexible when it does happen is a, a great place to start. And also be easy on yourself when stuff does happen. It's okay to fail at stuff. It's okay to make mistakes. Messing up and especially taking responsibility for messing up can be the best way to learn. And I personally think most people in life deserve the benefit of the doubt, so give that to yourself too. I also think this question goes back to what I was saying about getting to know yourself. So when a setback does come your way, say you fall out of your habits or you get into a funk, you don't feel yourself, you can always revert back to those things that you know make you feel connected to life and to yourself. For me, I know like how much sleep I need to be getting to feel my best. I know that moving my body, working out in some way makes me feel great. Making sure I eat throughout the day is another big one for me. Going to bed early makes me feel good. Less screen time makes me feel good. Like I know all of these things personally make me feel good. So I can always go back to incorporating those things back into my day if I'm working through a funk or some sort of setback. And I think lastly, it's so important to remember that nothing is a straight upward ride and life is not about success after success after success like i said you're going to fail you're gonna mess up you're gonna have bad days and you're gonna go through some really hard stuff because that's just life and no one is perfect and like i said you learn so much about yourself from the hard times so embrace that and don't take life so seriously not everything but a lot of things are not usually as serious as you first feel like they are. And there aren't rules to how you should live your life, so enjoy it. It can literally look however you want it to look. For some people, being their best self might look like starting their own business and working a ton to make that work. For other people, their best self might be found in like slowing down, growing their own food out in the middle of nowhere. So figure out what makes you happy in your life. Because being content is a powerful tool to help you be your best self. The second question that I wanted to touch on was, I really struggle with comparing myself to others. How can I break that habit? 
So we all have that little voice inside of our head that doubts us. It makes us feel bad about ourselves. And I'm sure there's like an actual psychological reason why we do that. But I know we all have it. And I was sort of touching on this earlier, but first thing is learn to recognize when those negative thoughts are popping up because sometimes we don't even realize that it's happening and then all of a sudden we just like feel really bad. So acknowledge when those negative thoughts are popping up and separate that voice and those thoughts from you. That's not you and you can talk back. For example, you get a feeling like you're behind in life. Question that feeling. Actually talk it out to yourself or journal, like, why do I feel behind? And you can counter that with all of the things that you're accomplishing. Prove that little voice inside your head wrong. My brain thinks I'm behind in life. Let's remind it of all the awesome things that I've done. Even start keeping a list of your small wins, even just in the notes of your phone. Stuff that you might brush past and not acknowledge. Start acknowledging all the little wins. At first, you might not believe you're smart enough or successful enough or whatever it is, but If you start a new habit of pointing out all your small successes and compliments towards yourself, your brain will start to believe you. Be that friend to yourself, shut down the negativity, and replace it with positive thoughts. And it's just like breaking any habit. It takes time and it takes attention, so be patient with yourself. I also think it's really easy to compare your life to someone else's without even asking yourself if that's actually something you want. The thing that you're comparing yourself to might not even be something that you want. I have a perfect example with me. I'm at the age where a lot of people are going to grad school. And sometimes I find myself being like, why aren't I pursuing that? Everyone else is. Why am I behind? Why am I not continuing my education like everybody else is? But then I remember that I don't want that. Going to grad school right now for me is not something that I'm interested in. My life right now and my goals don't involve going to grad school. So why would I compare myself to people who are going down a path that I don't even want to be on? We all have our different paths. So when you find yourself comparing your life to other people, get in tune with what you want. What path do you want? It probably doesn't look like that person's path. So let's get back on to your path. Figuring out what you want and what's important to you and what makes you happy And really aligning yourself with your individual personal path can help to get rid of some of that comparison. So that wraps up the questions and the advice from you guys. I do want to wrap this whole episode up with one more sentiment. And that being, you don't have to be the best. The world we live in is so focused on accomplishing things and being productive, which from a young age can have us feeling not good enough. It can have us feeling burnt out in always searching for more. So let me just remind you that you can be mediocre at things. You can have hobbies that are purely just for enjoyment, not to be good or talented or to make money or for any larger purpose. You can try new things and you can suck at them and that's okay. You can just exist and be enough. You have always been enough and you always will be enough simply by being here. The world is a better place when people are filled with joy and love, and so I hope this episode can help us all feel a little bit more of that in our day-to-day. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Literally means the world to me, makes me so happy, makes my heart thump. (laughs) That was weird. My heart thumps for you. (laughs) Love you so much, and until next time, see ya!